I will draw your furry character. Hello and welcome to the Video Games Podcast. <laughs> Best opener ever. <laughs> a podcast about video-related games and games-related topics. I am Jimmy Gang, and I'm joined by furry drawer himself, Paul McBride. I I was reading it. I can't do that. <laughs> You don't lie to these viewers. Very recipient, Mike Gibson. <laughs> he can draw that just fine. Don't let him trick you, okay? We all know where Paul makes his real money from. And the shining furry Seth Belgard. I'm a furry? Degenerate. We, Jimmy is definitely the furry here, if any of us are furry. <laughs> that man's got fucking fur everywhere. Absolutely. You're not wrong. I've seen a picture of him. But I'm not before. shining. <laughs> Shining furry. Every episode we talk about one game and one topic. Uh, if you'd like to get in on that convo and be a part of the show, email us at where Mike? MHM Podcast at gmail.com. And maybe if you're lucky, uh what was what were some of those websites we were looking at? Um Oh god. <laughs> you can hit us up at God, we talk, we put too much shit in the chat. There's a lot. I, uh, uh, let's move on. Men.boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a Pride Month discount. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how we got it so cheap. <laughs> Our game tonight is Elden Ring, and Paul will supposedly have a topic for us later. Although he, he was, was he was prepared. he was unaware until the recording that it was his topic, so we'll see. Hmm. That's not as I had you all fooled. <laughs> so Elden Ring. So good. Well, um, that was a good I'll, podcast. I'll say it right now. If we play a game better than Elden Ring this year, I will be surprised. Agreed. I, I mean, some some people on this podcast may think we've already played a game better than Elden Ring. I mean, it's okay to be wrong. Name them. So Jimmy! Shame them publicly. No, Jimmy! You, no, you were the chosen one. You were supposed to bring balance to the force. <laughs> well, who... Okay, t- two people beat it, two did not. <laughs> You'll never get <laughs> So Paul, why don't you tell us everything about Elden Ring? I feel like our listeners know who is who, right? I I I got a Steam Deck. (laughs) Did you? Hey, that did you play it at all on the Steam Deck? I did. I played on the deck. Yeah. uh, Elden Ring, good on deck. Okay. Yeah, it runs. It runs not as well as on my 3080 Ti, but pretty good. Um, pretty good. You fuck you, fucking moron. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't run as good as your 3080 Ti? Do you even plug the 3080 Ti into your deck? Wait, you can do that. Just get a USB C adapter. USB C to PCI. <laughs> PCI Express X16. To DisplayPort. Yeah. I heard those are illegal in Europe now. Yeah. Apple's pissed. I I don't even know where to start with this game. I think we should start at the beginning. What class so did everybody Demon pick? Souls. <laughs> yeah, so years ago, decades ago, 
uh, a little a decade uh, so ago. King, I guess Kingsfield. No, Demon Souls would have been a, would have been decades at this point, right? Demon Souls was like oh seven, uh, November twenty twenty. <laughs> no, it would have been after oh seven. Uh, two thousand right? two thousand nine. Okay. I was close without going over. You were close. You were close. But if you want to, you would trace. You go all the way back to Kingsfield, and really see their kind of Kingsfield. Yeah. So that's a PS one era JRPG in a very similar sort of like Western fantasy style from from Software. It's in oh. first person and has some. There's some similar similarities between some of the monster designs and stuff that kind of carry through, but. It think it, it's more of a like they had a couple ideas here that they carried forward when they went to demons. It's like a game you go back and look at and you're like, oh, totally. yeah, you're like, oh, I can see where they got the mimics from. Okay. I could see where they they wanted to do like, oh, the skeletons that come back unless you hit them with holy damage. Okay, I, I was not aware there was a game tied to all this before, mm-hmm. before all of that. Yeah, Kingsfield. I, I I've always wanted to go back and play Kingsfield, even though I think it would be a bad experience. Um, but I think that would just be a, a fun little fu- like weird stream. Because hmm. uh, it's there's I, like, like PS one and PSP games. So yeah, I mean, if you if you get it working, that would that would be cool. Um. Any okay, but anyway, yeah. Anyways. Elden Ring. Um. But two two people were playing this it. before this was even picked, right? It was right. I mean, it's you, the whole seven, reason seven, it got Mike, picked. you were basically yeah. had beaten it by then, almost, right? <laughs> well, no, we were both invested in it enough that it we wanted to make sure we didn't take away from just how good a game it was by playing something else in the process. So, I've I've consumed more media on the side of Elden Ring than of any game. In a couple years, at least. Really? Like, oh, the, lore the lore like, and stuff is oh my so gosh. good. Yeah, it's 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 good. I don't I don't feel like being intentionally obtuse and cryptic. I don't know. It doesn't come off as cringy as you'd think it would if you just because like if you did it wrong, right? It would come off really bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Destiny did that, right? They put all their lore in like online stuff the cards. Not in the game. Yeah. OG, OG Destiny was real heavy on on all, most of the lore coming on that stuff, of yeah. side content. Yeah, I mean, this is in unquote. the item descriptions of the stuff, right? Yeah, it's it's item descriptions, it's NPC and just like placement of stuff in the world. Like there's there's the the there's a god that's killed in the story like in the lore before any of this stuff happens. It's like the first demigod to die cuz the rune of death got stolen or whatever. Not to get too deep in the weeds on it, but God is killed. He's buried somewhere. You can find his head with these like spindly like death roots coming up out of it from the area where he was basically buried. And it the, there are little little crab monsters that are just kind of fucking around in a, like a lake bed, like on the upper map because you could, there's like an upper map and a lower map to this world. Um, and in the upper area, like basically directly above where that dead guy is buried. The crabs have begun to mutate his face on their back, huh? Which is just like a, I, and it's only those crabs in that area, and that's just the thing of just like, oh, like there's just some world building of how this dude is like poisoning 
the world with the, the fact that he's dead because God, the gods in this world are not meant to die and it's this, having weird adverse effects. This game feels like it rewards people who get really into it, but if you're not going to, it can feel very empty. <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel like you had to get very far in to to start getting that rewarding feeling from this game. But I, that, I mean, I, that goes to my point where it's like, if you're going to get into it's, I don't know. Sorry, Paul. No, it's fine. I, I'm just wondering if, and don't take this the wrong way, but do you feel like, or do you think it's possible that you feel like it was empty because there weren't icons all over the map telling you what you had done and not done and checked off of lists? Um, no, because I was, I was following a guide. Because the the map i mean the interactive map that we all use there's they could just put that in the game and sure. i don't know i don't know how you could feel like it's empty at that point cuz i it's i didn't so i didn't, I didn't mean things. that the game was empty i meant that the thing we were talking about all these like weird like subtleties that you would come across if you're not the sense of discovery. if you're not actively looking engaged with the online stuff and looking for it you're not someone like me is not going to notice it. I'll, I'll I'll put it that way. And it came across where, yeah, I there there's just there's story here and there's like all these like side stuff and and a couple things were kind of interesting, but the majority of what I played felt kind of like a void almost. Uh, yeah, but you played such an empty part of the game, like you. You barely touched the the surface of the story. You killed Godric, right? I killed two. I killed the second. Did you end up getting to Ranala? I killed Ranala, yeah. Okay. Which is, to me, after Ranala is when all the story really starts opening up, because that's when you start heading towards Radon and really getting into the... Because, like, you can tell that's that's still the beginning parts of the game because that's when you first unlock your you can respec and figuring out that oh the beginning of the game it didn't matter a whole lot i've got now that i'm learning how to play i can start doing things differently and you can really start getting into what the game is and what's crazy is that for some people that could be 10 hours in five hours in for some people that could be almost 100 hours in (laughs) right so I I definitely think that it can be difficult to get into that part if if you struggle in that area or you just didn't really find a path. I didn't but, I didn't really have a hard time with the with the game. I mean, it, I'm not to say it was easy for me, but like I didn't I didn't there I didn't run into any like real hard blocks, right? Um right, once you figured out the the basis behind right. it you 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 were able to move and that's what that game takes like you have the game has its own play style for sure right and you you definitely have to I, to I, get into it i think i think my my problem is and like i don't know we can we can talk to we can talk about whether this is a problem with the game or a problem with me it's probably the latter but I, I kept playing and I kept, okay, everyone was just saying, everyone, keep playing, keep playing, keep doing the bosses, then it'll get interesting. And I was like, well, I don't like doing these these huge things because that feels like 
you know, Dark Souls slash Demon Souls to me. And that's, man, it just feels real not fun to play. All the other stuff is fine. The, and I was like, okay, I'll do the second boss, Renala. And if I feel the same way after beating her, then I'm probably just done. And mm. I beat Renala. And sure, it was a little more interesting than Godric with the baby stuff and everything. I didn't really get what was going on. But I beat Renala and I still felt like, well, I don't have any draw to see her do anything more. So I think I'm probably done. Did you like the fingers? I, I mean, it's it's weird. But yeah, uh, whatever. Cool. Sure. That, that's just not your aesthetic is all that bullshit. No, down to yeah, it. that, that like stuff fingers. is not me either. I mean, that's... Uh. Like I like... said, I recognize it is probably a problem with me. <laughs> I'm curious to know, Seth. Yes, sir. The first 20 hours you played this game, I would say, mm-hmm. you got on here and you were not... <laughs> I was not having fun. Cause you were not I having just... fun and you were not very positive about it. And a lot of things you were saying were not too dissimilar from what Jimmy's saying right now. Right. And I, I've, I've talked to Jimmy about that. It was... The the moment that I found a path and started having the lore get explained to me and I was seeing the world come together, I fell in love with this game. The The combat was no longer super difficult. I understood how to play the game. And uh, if, it, if the lore hadn't grabbed me, I would have never really fell for this game. But... I love the story that they told the the bosses all having pretty good story that tied with each other the the different siblings the different conflict between all of the different bosses it didn't feel like oh this boss is just a boss because he rules this part of the world or anything like that it it just felt like one cohesive thing that you were a part of and i uh, i enjoyed it a lot yeah i i really enjoy watching there's there's a few content creators that do lore breakdowns mm-hmm. and just tell the story that's in the game in a, mm-hmm. in, a in a fashion that it's easy to digest fashion yeah yeah <laughs> which it'd be crazy like what if the game did that Weird. right <laughs> but then um, it, but paul if it did that then it wouldn't obtain miyazaki's desired effect of feeling like you were reading an English fantasy book when you're Japanese and don't know any English. Is that what he said? Which is a stated thing he said before wow. uh, in interviews. Is he used to read a lot of English fantasy and knew very few English words. And so he had to just try to guess and figure out what that stuff meant. What a fucking troll. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, credit where credit's due. He pulled it off. <laughs> it's... I- I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing what this series inspired, what his games inspire in people and how much devotion. And the fact that, like, there's still debate about whether or not there's endings people haven't found yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Because everything I've ever seen is, like, these are the five known endings. There's a rumored ending about this, but no one's figured out if there's a trigger for it. And it's like, ah, oh, it's so crazy. Um, oh, this is the kind of game where if I heard two or three years from now someone uncovered a new ending and it wasn't dlc it's just they finally found it they figured out how to do it i wouldn't be shocked yeah no not in the least nothing you can really say about almost any other game 
yeah, three years from now, it's like, oh, it turns out you can get the dragon ending if you sacrifice all the dragon hearts at once and then shapeshift three times in front of the fucking the big it, white dragon. Yeah, I, I think it'd be cool if you did the three finger ending, uh, the, the fire, the flame, whatever. The, mm -hmm. the flame of frenzy. That, and then when you went a new game plus, uh, she fucking kills. She's a boss that so you have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, cause, cause, I, cause, doesn't that, doesn't that ending have you like she's, she's a, she's, she swears to defeat you or kill you or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Right. She's no longer your friend. But then there's never any like there, there's no comeuppance no. or resolution to that, right? No, I uh, know, but there definitely I think was some planned because she has a combat move set. People have data mined. Now does doesn't she doesn't she fight with you in a fight though as like a summon almost? It's, I think it's a different moveset, though. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a unique I think it's, it's okay. a unique one that is, like, half, okay. half finished. Okay, okay. Then, yeah, that'd be cool. Because uh, the game ends with the same bosses at the end, no matter what ending you pick, right? Mm-hmm. The final two people you have to fight, or yes. things. Always the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, you don't really pick your ending until you kill both those bosses, and then you kind of slide into whichever ending you're gonna unless you've locked into the frenzy one right that's the if only you're one. frenzy you're 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 frenzy like that's how what was everyone's play style uh, all of them <laughs> okay uh i i so i started with the melee faith guy because that my first run through these games i always do that because faith typically has healing magic and like remove poison shit and I, I always am like okay a little extra healing out of my magic bar is always is helpful when i'm like first getting used to the system and the, the specifics of it and by the end of it i was dual wielding colossal great swords um <laughs> had unequipped my shield unequipped my my ability to cast any magic uh and was just going in and swinging just the biggest fuck off rocks i could find uh, and just destroying anything in front of me. I was I was doing like three four thousand damage a swing. Dear Lord. Um, yeah, they're strong. I did that build. I did a full dex build. I uh, did a full bleed build. I did a full intelligence build at one time. I did a full faith build for my one of my new game plus playthroughs. Yeah, pretty much all of them. I just used a shield and a spear. Nice. Yeah. For half the game, I got naked and just had a weapon and went through and killed stuff like that. I mean, that that seems consistent with the community. Yeah. Like, you have to... You you get into that no-hit play style. Like, right. I, I heard that you're not supposed to wear anything in Vigor, and you're not supposed to wear armor. Yeah. yeah no Vigor, no armor. Points. Optimized for damage only. Yes. <laughs> I did see a video earlier today of someone with 99 Vigor get three shot by Melania. And it was just them saying, Vigor doesn't fucking matter because <laughs> you die in three hits with max Vigor. Huh. She sucks so bad. It was just three normal slashes. It wasn't even a special thing. It was just boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, pow. It wasn't even her thing everyone hates. I, yeah, I don't I, hate that I did move. A, it's a cool move. I did bleed slash dex just to finish that part of the thing. Nice. Um, I stomped ice sometimes. Oh, Horfrost stomp. That was a good move. Yeah, Asher War. Did that, did that shit. 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess cool. I guess we Yeah, I guess we should say like Jimmy got to he killed two of the the ring bearers, right? You you did those two. Paul, how yeah. far did you end up getting? I just killed Godric. I only got to Godric. Oh, okay. And I guess I should say inter- like that cuz it's cuz clearly with this being open, you could have like just fucked off into anything. So I I guess you killed Both Godric, level. but did you where did like what zones did you end up kind of exploring? How like how thorough did you look through? I went up to the university, the college or whatever. I went um I went into Caled and fucked around in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, everything there was mean. Um, I went underground in a few spots and didn't realize that you could teleport back up. So I thought I had to go to. I got very oh, frustrated no. with that. <laughs> I didn't know you could switch map layers, so I was like, I have to teleport to this other area and then use the elevator, and then I can teleport. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you could switch map layers, and I was like, well, fuck. That's fucked. Underground area was really cool. I really liked that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I yeah, really... all the Sorfer River, the oh, what, yeah. what, River Anasi or something like that. The, the Nakron. Nakron was really cool. Some of the bosses in this game, freaking phenomenal. The art style. Some of them, not really my taste. Uh, we've got a friend that has appeared, Dustin. He this game just was dusting all over it but yeah the game personified for him yeah yes yes it was very much his just but not all of it went into the death decay uh type stuff it had some other stuff in it that was the really Redon good story, I like the I think is so amazing yeah yeah the Rizan story rules i yeah. killed Redon without even knowing he was riding a horse uh, the horse, just, his horse. Just f- so that we know, uh, I had no clue he was on a horse. Uh, I'm sorry for that horse. Now that I know, no, don't no, be sorry for no, the don't horse. be sorry. He, he learned he learned gravity magic so he could keep riding it. Right, yeah. he, he, he like loved a feather. that horse. That horse, honestly, and I've seen it. It moves pretty good. Has it, what's that fucking horse's name? It's got an amazing name. Uh, Leonard. Oh my Hor- god, that Redon's just made it horse so is much named better. Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I didn't I didn't know this. Do you think Radon was a good guy before? Like what's the story of Melania and Radon and why they were fighting in the first place? It's the it was the rot, right? He was trying to to pur- to purge the rot from the world, I think. Yeah. And like hold it back. Right, but she wasn't like she doesn't like the rot. Right? Like She doesn't, but she is infested with she, it. She is it. Yeah, right. She she becomes the beautiful rot flower. Right. She the the scarlet. And and her brother uh, her brother was working on trying to come up with a cure for it, but then he made a fake herd tree, and then was like, well, this isn't working. I'll take a little nap, and then got stolen. And He's she doesn't forever. even know. He's forever, baby. Yeah. Should I know I what the rot is? Uh, it's it's the red status bar. You definitely got afflicted by it. I can it's the, say it's that. the faster I mean, poison. I mean, it isn't being a problem. I just thought it was just something that was part of the world of of, of these No, games. it is a. It was a. It it's a sickness of the world that is basically like a blister on the world that's infecting the whole freaking thing. Well, so, that, that's what I mean. Should I know that? Yeah, they they. Well, I don't know if you got no. You did Renala and. No, you never got to the side of the world that really starts explaining 
sort of the origins of that right. whole thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. You you literally only put your toes in the water as far as Fucking the lore and stuff in. goes. Like, I... Yeah, but 60 hours in for you is not, like, you, you, you did a lot in that 60 hours that wasn't you don't completely do necessary. Right. You, you were doing the completionist mode, which is how you play games, and there's nothing wrong with it. But you were not expected to be 60 hours in and just now getting to some of that stuff. Mm. I mean, you're supposed to fight Radon at like level 40, 50. So. I don't know. So did you, I don't know if you, Jimmy, you, you probably didn't actually meet this person. Um, and Paul, I, I doubt you did. So I guess this is just me talking with Seth. Seth, what's that, that lady with the, the arm, the one arm, the, the quest NPC. Oh, uh, Millicent. Millicent. Yeah. Yes. Very good uh, quest line. Very good quest line. Um, that guy that gives you the quest, I guess minor spoilers here. You knew that dude was like a bug man, right? Yes. That fucking rules. When I yeah. killed that dude afterwards and re- realized, oh, this dude is a fucking bug cultist guy, and that's why he wants to, he only wants to make it real weird uh-huh. in his chair. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. His whole thing is just, I want Millicent to grow into a beautiful scarlet rot flower, just like mm-hmm. her, her, her fucking so- mom. Yeah, yeah, rules. yeah. It's it's really good. Uh, speaking of questline and the different NPCs, who was your favorite questline um, out of all of them? Because we know the internet loved Ronnie, and I I did. I love the yes. Ronnie questline, but who was your favorite questline? Um, okay, so the the Ronnie questline I think is very is it's very interesting to me because I feel like it, uh, unlike most souls soulsborn kind of games they just dump npcs to talk to you like on just it's like hey i met an npc that talks and they're offering me a quest and i go downstairs and there's five more npcs that are talking to me and they won't let me leave till i talk to everybody it was it was like the most sort of regular ass video game Mm -hmm. uh, quest design i think i'd ever seen in one of these um and so it was interesting for that but if i did and then of course everyone loves alexander the great the great part the the jar warrior and i think he is yeah, he was very good he's maybe the best kind of version i think of the of the dark souls sort of quest design because he shows up he you talk to him for a little bit he says hey i'm gonna go here i'll meet you there and then you're you find him again and he's there as opposed to just them being like well i'm gonna go north now bye and then right. you know, he's like, okay, north is three quarters of the map. I guess I'll right. look for the jar. He's always like, well, I'm going to go to this festival. I'll see you on the way. Uh, and then you can run into him on the way. It, yeah, in a dungeon on the way. Yeah. Very much so. And, and I feel like that's, it's like the, almost the best kind of way they've ever done a quest like that. Uh, or like in that I kind of style. That the, that at least twice when you meet him, he's like, Hey, you mind you mind smacking me on the ass a few times? Yeah, can you give me a little slap? When like, you get stuck, right? Yeah. yeah. Or when he's like, "Hey, I'm in this lava. You probably shouldn't be in here because I don't think it's good for people like you." But here, have a jar for a helmet. Mm-hmm. See you later, brother. And then at the end, when you finally yeah. take care of him, it, even that was good. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, I will never be as good as you, but I want to at least try. And then you I want fucking... to make you better, which is yeah. something I really like out of that storyline. Break him to pieces, take his gut to give it to a, a small boy and start the cycle of violence anew. Yeah. 
Uh, but no, if I had to pick a favorite, it's probably Bach, the Seamster. Um, okay. It, and it, that was a very neat storyline. Yeah. Does was, that continue? Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's quite a big storyline. Okay. But it, to me, that one was funny because it's like a huge storyline that does nothing. Yeah. No, it's great. Like I, the reason I like it is because it, it's not world ending. It's it's literally just you are making his life either better or way worse. Right. Um, because he's like, hey, I, the, the people I live with beat the sh- beat the shit out of me and made fun of me for wanting to be a seamstress like my mom. Mm. Like, well, don't worry, my guy. I got your needle back. He's like, oh, cool, thanks. And then you're like, hey, I found a better one. He's like, oh my god, I, dude, this is like a legendary needle. You sure I got? Oh, thank you so much. And he's like, oh, my my weak beast man body sucks. Do you know of any way I can get reborn? And you're like, yeah, I do. Here you go. Oh no, you're dead now. Sorry, friend. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, he goes, hey, you don't need to be reborn. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It was a good, it's worthless good. story. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Like, no, no big impact on the world or anything. Just, just one dude trying to live in it. You know. Like mm-hmm. just a, a view like that, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I definitely liked it. It was, it was pretty good. I I liked the um, the one where the guy is obsessed with basically figuring out who Ronnie is. Oh yeah, Sorcerer uh, Roger. Sorcerer Roger had a good storyline. If you go into it, and that to me that was a part of as far as if you want to talk lore. I think him and Ronnie's quest line you have to look at together yeah. so that you see both sides of it. And that whole, the, the writing on that Sorcerer Roger part to, to let you see who and what Ronnie was. And then the Ronnie part of it showing what she wanted out of who she became. It very, very can, good. Can you even do Ronnie's quest line if you haven't done? Yes. Yes, you you can never see Roger's part. Yeah, the, the the way I was reading it said that basically you have to do this part. Right. No, the first playthrough I didn't do Roger's quest line at all, but I did Ronnie's, and then obviously that was not the case for the next part. But huh? Yeah, there's there's some fail safes and um a lot of the kind of multi step quest stuff where you can skip one or two steps and still yeah. kind of come into them. Sort of I, in the I, I knew you could miss some stuff with the the one lady that you gives you that debuff item. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The 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 deathbed companion. Yes. Oh, uh, I. That's probably my favorite quest line. As much as I like Ronnie, but I I like the deathbed Fia person, and she was creepy. It was weird. You didn't understand why she was doing the whole come come sit on my lap situation and then it just it goes from zero to a hundred so fast so quick. in her it uh it ties in that other fella uh who you D. meet his brother yeah d yeah. uh oh, and he's involved in that yeah you you meet you deal with him in that quest line uh his brother oh, sorry, I'm is all guy. part of that yeah that's uh God, I can't think of his name right uh, now. Blade or Blad? Blad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the wrong person. Oh. No, D's the one that's like crouched over right next to the round table, whole right. table. Right. That sends you to the beast clergyman, who is also really freaking cool. But 
man, the later on getting to the end of her storyline where it, it, first you fight those champions and then it's like, oh, well, now you're going to fight this thing in my dream. Yeah. Like, God, it was so good. And then, oh, here comes Dee's brother. Yeah. And now, and listen to Dee's brother talk shit. Uh-huh. He stabs her. <laughs> that was really good. God, you want to talk about NPCs talking shit? Uh, that guy, Gastock, Gustock, the dude who, the gatekeeper at that castle, uh, who, um, who, the gatekeeper, Stormvale, who's like, hey, you can either go the back way, or I guess I could just open yes, the front yes, door yeah. for you. Yeah, and then you beat the fucking, you beat the boss there, and he's just like, <laughs> fucking him. piece of shit, asshole, yes, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's definitely a really good moment of oh wow. Do you think the success of this game means that you don't get another regular Dark Souls game again? Oh. I don't. I don't know because I I just I don't know how tenable it is to make a game on this scale. Like often, I I I would need to know more, I guess, on how long the development and how much the development on this thing went. Because one could argue the amount of money it's made, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It you're doesn't not. You're matter. not wrong. Yeah. Um, this game has made money hand over fist, and what excites me is the typical video video game. Like we know what happens when when a money come a game comes out and does this well and makes this much money. What does every producer do? They go, "We could make one of those." Yeah, three like, years. We're gonna have a fucking bevy of Elden yeah. Ring likes. I mean, just look at all the Souls, the Souls clones that exist and, now. And that's the thing, though. Do, if the next one, is it still a Souls-like? Or is it now an Elden Ring-like? Is Elden a Ring a new yeah. genre, even though it is already a... You know what I'm saying? It's like just yeah. world soul, right? I mean, You're yeah, right. It's, it's an evolution of the, the Dark Souls, the Demon Souls sort of thing. But is that the differentiator, right? Do, do we, do we I say, think, oh... I think you still call it a Souls-like... Yeah. yeah. And what back to your question, I think we might if this is the model that worked in the souls like category, I think they're going to do follow this model again. Why would they go back to a lesser model? Yeah. Th- that's my personal opinion. Like I'm not going to make a lesser game when I know what works. Yeah, outside of something like a Sekiro, I guess, or you, because like Sekiro, they worked with Activision instead of Namco, who's their traditional publisher for the Souls games. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Bloodborne and um, Demon Souls, those were Sony originally, and Atlas, I think, published Demon Souls One on the PS3. But I think as long as they're still working with Namco, yeah, I, I, I don't see why they would change the formula unless they were like, we're going to like do something different again. Well, there, there's a sequel to. A Bloodborne announced already, right? Or is that just an no. assumption? No. So there's there's been no sequel to Bloodborne. That people keep expecting it um, because Bloodborne again did well. It's also Bloodborne's currently locked on PS4. There's no PS5 remake. People are expecting that at some point or a PC port. Um, but yeah, Bloodborne basically got one set of DLC and it was to add more weapons. And then it was kind of I think that was it. Oh, um, okay. It didn't really. It doesn't have a sequel announced or anything. Um, it was like a weird sort of one-off kind of deal I think they had with Sony. Okay. I I don't know why I was thinking that there was a sequel announced for it. I, 
maybe people, maybe, maybe people it's coming from all people it. expecting that to get yeah. remastered. I think. Yeah, I think I think Sony has been teasing um, something with it, but nothing's ever been announced. So. The only reason I think that that a good possibility because that's a, that's a Sony partnership, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole Sekiro thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like with Sekiro with with Activision, this would be yeah. Hey, just do another sort of linear. And I, I would, and I wouldn't even really necessarily say linear. Just not open a world, right? Right. Because I mean, Bloodborne was more open than Demon Souls, right? Or Dark Demon Dark, or whatever. Yes, Bloodborne. Okay. Uh, Bloodborne. I, Bloodborne. Demon. Demon is weird because they're divided into different levels. So you go from the hub to one of five different sort of spoke worlds, as it were. Oh, um, is Dark Souls can... not like that? No. So Dark Souls 1, you start in the hub, but you don't teleport away and everything is interconnected. So Dark Souls 1, you can basically go down, up, or to the left. Um, but you, if you go down, it will eventually lead back out to where up connects to. And then up will eventually mm. connect over to the left. Like stuff eventually connects up and you just sort of come at stuff from a different direction. Um, the the worlds and demons, the hubs or the spokes never touch. You were always in the land of Boletaria. You're just going deeper and deeper in where it's the equivalent of being like, oh, you should be level one through five here. You should be level like 10 through 15 here sort of deal. And okay. then two and three are, are similar. Two is a bit more hub worldy. You kind of teleport into the world and it kind of connects more, but there are definitely areas where it's like, no, you can only get here via teleporter, but not as sort of connected as as I would say, like Dark Souls One. Dark Souls One felt like they had a, an uh, like a an ethos or uh, uh, like a um, an edict from the top that was like everything in the world must logically and physically connect in a way that like I don't think they've really attempted to do since. Dark, well, Elden Ring kind of does. Um, but I think even with Elden Ring, there's still a couple places where you're like, oh, you can only get here via teleport. Okay. Games are good, though. There's a fucking ton of content in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, a value, for sure. Yeah. There's so much so much shit. Every zone has a mine. Every zone has at least one mausoleum or crypt. Fuck the mausoleums. Mausoleums. What are the mausoleums? It's where the gargoyles live and also the... The, um, the cat statue things? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's where the flowers that you use to upgrade your summons. There, that's kind of the, the prime place to get those. Oh, uh, okay. Well, the, the two boys the who design. beat this, or lore master Paul, is there anything else you want to talk about with this game? I, I, I didn't mean, like I could talk all day long how good it is. What was that, Paul? Uh, oh, uh, the reason I didn't keep playing it, I just watched it, like a movie... Uh-huh. Uh, is is uh, I'm uh, it's too hard to find the information that I want, so I I want someone to spoon feed it to me. Uh, and also, uh, the game <clears throat> stresses me out too much. I don't like to be stressed out. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very I don't know I don't know I I never I enjoyed the combat, but anytime I'd lose stuff, I'd get angry. I don't like losing progress. Oh. I mean, who likes to lose progress, right? No, like, did you lose whatever they're called, souls or whatever? Runes? Runes, uh, rune, runes in this a game. A lot? Yeah. Did you lose runes a lot? Uh, I mean, at a certain point, yeah. When I when I went uh, to the underground area, I and I I lost a lot a couple times. Hmm. I don't know. It's just... It, I get it. 
I know that like there has to be a way, there has to be a loss condition, and that's part of it, and that's how you create tension, right? Right. Um, but I don't want that. So <laughs> here we are. I like games where you can retry fights with no penalties. You just try it again. Hey, I mean, there is no penalty as long as you don't have any runes. Yeah, just, oh, trust just me. Spend, I, your, I, spend your runes before a boss fight or something. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. Uh, if it would be, if you could convert runes, if you could buy golden runes anytime you wanted, to basically, you know what I mean, like, like to, a bank to store them. Yeah, because that's that's what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you could do that at any campfire, just buy runes, so that way you didn't have to try to grind yourself to a level and then go fight the boss. I would have liked that a lot because that would have appealed to to my like, like I want to go exploring. And as I'm exploring, I get runes from doing random stuff while I'm exploring. And then before I know it, I've got, you know, a few thousand or whatever. I mean, you guys. I, I kind of did the opposite of that. I didn't use those golden runes until I needed to get a level before I was going to do something. No, I did that too. But the problem is then you, I would use them up and then I didn't. Uh, if you could turn runes into gold runes whenever you want. You'd never have to be worried about where you were in relation to the next level, because you could just bank your stuff whenever. And at that point, though, you just make it so you don't lose them. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're just better. you're just creating an extra like level of, of an extra step to, in between. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I want everyone to to still have fun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, not uh, not for me in this point in my life. But the combat was fun, and the story was amazing, um, and it runs good on deck. I I wanted to like this game. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. When I it was went, when, no, listen, I, no, I listen. would believe Jimmy here. Yeah, I, I would not have said. To. I would not have said I'm going to play it if I did not hope I was going to like it in the end. I was afraid to play it because I thought I wouldn't. <laughs> But I, I wanted I wanted to end up liking it. I kept I kept forcing myself to play it, hoping that it would happen. Well, for what it's worth, the reason you didn't like it wasn't the frustration angle or the too hard angle. No. So that's good. It just means it's not for you. I, I that's, right. that's probably your completionist yeah. play style does not meld with no. with this type of game. Because, one, you have to accept that some of the stuff doesn't matter in a dungeon. Like, that that extra smithing stone on a floor that you can't find, nobody gives a fuck about that smithing stone. Except yeah, Jimmy. Wait wait 40 hours and you can buy infinite numbers of them right. from the And I think that's really what holds you back on I, this game. I got every single thing in that fucking castle. Yeah, that's insanity to me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would like I would I would go to work and uh, like coworkers were playing it and they'd be like, "Hey, did you get this thing that makes it so that your jump attacks are stronger?" And I'd go, "No, where the fuck is that?" And they'd be like, "Oh, it's at the castle. You have to like go off to the left here and fall down a little bridge and then jump on these roofs." The rock the rock that collapses. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, cool. I had no idea." And then I would go and like look for it, but like I I would yeah, I can't imagine having a list that's like and here's where Make sure you collect this hero's soul and make sure you collect these four mushrooms and 
but also jimmy you weren't playing with messages so you didn't get to have any of the fun stuff where people are like <laughs> if only i had a giant See, butthole. i i had it on at one point and i was like i fucking hate this and turned it right <laughs> back off no so i would argue Wasn't it was one of the reasons i was able to keep playing the game <laughs> Just saying, there's no horse ahead. No horse ahead. <laughs> is, is this, this dog? a dog? <laughs> Try dog. I like all that stuff, and hearing it when you guys oh, joke about it is fun. It's fun. Memes. In the game, it's frustrating <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Didn't expect easy foe. <laughs> that one's very good. <laughs> all right, well, do we want to score it? We can score it. Yeah, I, is this the one where I rated out of A24? I don't remember. <laughs> I've got so many rating systems of podcasts in my brain. <laughs> A 10 point scale. Okay. Half points allowed. I, I think we ruled no, right? No. Yeah, no. Damn. All right, who goes all right. first? All right. Who, who picked the game, Seth? I'll go first. All right. Oh. Paul's going first. Uh, it's an eight. Okay. Seth? This game's a 10. All right. This is as close to a perfect game as I've played in a very long time. I'm going to give it an 8 because I understand what it's doing and understand objectively how good it is. It's just not for me, but I understand. Uh, and I, like, would, I would say 10 uh, because if you had asked me in 2013 or whenever it was i was sitting down and playing demon souls and finishing or dark souls dark souls and finishing it for the first time if you had told me then hey give it a couple give it a couple years you're gonna get an open world version of this with like 60 times the content in it i wouldn't believe you because it would sound too good to be true <laughs> and they fucking nailed this thing i i was worried about this game because they really? they they delayed it at one point because they were adding the jump button Oh, and I went. Wait, you can't just fuck? put a. I was like, you can't put a jump button in a game mid development. You need to design the world around it. Yeah, um, that's. And so weird. I was terrified about it. Like, um, I get it. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Holy and fuck. then they fucking nailed it. Like the jump button adds so much to the the just the movement in this game because mm-hmm. in and Dark Souls One, if you wanted to jump, you have to hold the sprint button, start sprinting, and then tap the sprint button. So you have to let go and tap it very rapidly to then get a running leap. There's no vertical or anything. You just have to hope for the best that you can clear it. Um, and that's bad. Uh, it's rough. And those games have just as much 3D platforming as this one does. How did this game not have a jump button? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine playing this game without jump. Did Torrent always have a jump button at least? I don't think anything did. <laughs> what the oh fuck? Oh lord. <laughs> yeah, I just remember reading delayed for jump button and I went, this game is going to be bad. They don't know what they're doing. Like just make a regular one, and no, it was it was beautiful. Wow, ten out of ten. But jump again. Well, that that gives our average score of a nine. Is that our highest uh, score no, thus same, far? Same as same as Tunic. Okay. And then very uh, good J- game. I don't know, Jimmy. If you're looking at the chat, we're not the only ones who've played this game. Our our friendly neighborhood sister podcast, I guess. Uh, the Basement Beard Boys have also been playing. Uh, friends mm-hmm. of the podcast, Nick and Dustin, as well as APOC. Um, however, he is unavailable for comment at this time. Um, they've been playing, and while they were unable to join us this fine evening, I did ask for quotes. Um, would you like to read them, or would you like me to? 
Uh, you go for it. So from our buddy Nick, a man I will say who started streaming this game, uh, killed an NPC, took his plus seven spear, and <laughs> beat the first real boss of the game before you or Paul did, despite having played a fraction of as many hours as you guys, yep. which was very funny. He says, quote, Gravity and stupid decisions have killed me more than any other boss or minion. 10 out of 10 would roll around like an inebriated toddler again. Uh, and then from our friend, friend of the podcast, old Dustin, don't be a pussy and use magic the whole time. Strength is God. Follow the path of chaos, you filthy tarnished. So it sounds like they like it. Yeah. I'm so surprised Dustin liked this game. Dude, I did not think he was going to finish Aesthetic, it. Right. Aesthetically, I knew he would like it. Difficulty-wise? Yeah, I thought he was going to fucking He's so funny it. to watch play this game, though. Uh-huh. Paul, you weren't even there. He was trying to jump on a tower. <laughs> he had to run off a cliff and double jump onto this tower. And every he would run to the cliff and fall off. <laughs> and then he, he I, came oh, back. I remember this. Uh huh. He came yeah. back and he ran to the cliff and jumped off. Didn't double jump. <laughs> just ran right off the cliff. Did this three or four times in a row. <laughs> and one time forgot to pick up his souls again. <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> just fucking cratered, lost them all. Realized there was a different path he could just walk up along the bottom. <laughs> uh oh! Very very funny. Incredible incredible content. All right, well that's Elden Ring. Go play it, everybody. Yep. All right. If it's well, for you, you'll love it. That's that's right. If you if you're most people, I guess you'll 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 at least like it. We're gonna take a break real quick, and we'll be back with Paul's topic. Oh gosh, it's a lot of pressure. We're taking a break. We're taking a break. Sit right there. It won't take a lot of cake. Nope. Hold on, Jimmy. Yeah. Cut this. Okay. I'm starting it over again. Okay. We're taking a break. We're taking a break. We'll be back before Paul eats a cake. All right, that's it. Nailed it. We can get a we, we can get a break now. Okay. Got it in two. We'll Got it in two. I'm not okay with what just happened. I'm not back See, yet. Told you I wouldn't take time. that time to eat a cake. Topic time with Paul. Uh, Paul. Paul's topic. Paul Paul's play, Paul topics. All right, all right, all right. It's my topic time. It is. Everyone yield the floor, please. The topic this month, this quarter, this year. We'll see how this podcast goes, I guess. This next five minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking that since this is Pride Month and such, uh, a, a fun topic to consider would be the role of representation in video games, whether or not it's being seen, like whether it's like, how, how is the industry doing? What should they be doing? What's the right way to do it? What's the wrong way to do it? And, and, and not just the LGBTQ, but even women in games, 
as well. You know, any kind of minorities. The idea, anything other than a, you know, cis, cis male. A white cis male hero. Straight. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. The, the, the whole concept of the default hero. Like, when are we going to turn a game on and when you the character pops up, it's not a white guy. Just a white guy, right? Kind of like what Horizon did with Alloy and stuff like that. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You like like Aloy, and you you pop in the game, and it's it's a female main character, and it doesn't, and it feels like oh, they did something different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of just (laughs) it shouldn't, right? Shouldn't feel different, right? And that's a general societal thing. But like, where do you think games are with that compared to the rest of society and the rest of media? And do you think they are like what could they do different? What could they do better? what is a really bad example of them uh, doing it. But. I, I think right off the bat, I think you have to look at it in two different categories too. Uh, you know, your triple A games and then your indie scene. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, For sure. that's, that's two triple, totally different. Triple A is what I want to focus on because I feel like that's where they're afraid to do things, but that's also big exposure and that's where it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple A is where you have seen. It's where you have Ubisoft saying, "Well, we couldn't offer a female main character. It's too expensive to make their animations." Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, they've had focus grouping and stuff that says it just doesn't sell Mm -hmm. as well. So therefore, you know, we can't do it. I love it when they put out a game with a female lead, and it's mediocre. And then when it doesn't sell that well, they go, "See, look, it you can't. It's no good." And (laughs) I just, yeah. What's, but he, what's but, an example? What's an example of it being that egregious? I can't even. Uh... Um. I mean, I think that even with Horizon, I think they they said it to some extent. Did they? Um, okay. And mm-hmm. that's what's bad because honestly, Horizon's been one of my favorite games <laughs> in, in recent years. I, I think... And it, did you it, play it the phenomenal. sequel? Is it out yet? Oh, uh, you oh yeah, yes. fake fan. <laughs> No, I don't have a PS5, so... It is. It is it's out. It's on PS4. Yeah. I, I haven't even looked at... I don't have my PS4 either. You know why anymore, you haven't looked so. at it? Because I don't have a PS5. You got rid no, of your PS4? It's the same reason the first game fucking failed. Uh-huh. It it faced off with Zelda. Yeah, Horizon <laughs> oh, yeah. 1 went up against <laughs> yeah, Zelda. Horizon 2 went up against Elden Ring. Yeah. They're, they released those games in, in a zeitgeist that does not favor them at all. Unfortunate times. Uh-huh. Yeah, I very much plan on playing it. I love the series. Yeah. But, sorry, I don't mean to... No, you're... To, to, to go out to the topic... Oh, yeah, we're getting off there, yeah. What, like... Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um... A gay or lesbian relationship as like like I I feel like I've seen it in indie in the indie scene, but can you think of a AAA game where a like a gay relationship was not an option, but that was the story Canonical? being told? Yeah. Uh, expansion DLC for Last of Us One. Okay. Uh, and Last, Last of Us Two. Yeah. yeah. And Last of Us Two. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that got a lot of and that that received a decent amount of. Stain for that. <laughs> that was a that was a pretty big deal, to say the least. Uh, for a lot of, uh, that was um, mm. like, who the fuck cares? As long as the story is told well, like I don't like anything that's forced. Like, oh my god, we're only telling this story because they're gay. Just tell a good story, and if they if they're gay, they're gay. Like, who cares? And enjoy it. Like, 
and I, I see it more in movies. I don't, I haven't seen it much in video games. Like you said, I think a lot of the game industries are scared to add that to the uncertainty of the money coming in with the game they're making. Mm-hmm. Well, the argument's always they want the main, they want the main character, the protagonist character to be relatable to the largest portion of their audience, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they seem to have this idea that a straight white male is their audience, but that's becoming less true right mm-hmm. so hopefully that that bodes to show that more i know like, i mean I, but in the same clues. way if it's a if it's a not a creative character situation uh-huh. why why does that matter as much because right like why why do you have to really when i play when i play you know? we'll just use horizon again when i played horizon not once did it ever cross my mind why can't I play the male a male main protagonist right, in the game? Boy. When I played right. Final Fantasy VI growing up, main character is clearly Terra. I never once thought you didn't have your immersion broken by that. No, like why can't why why can't the main character be like Edgar or Sabin? Because you know, hold on, which which one is Terra, Edgar, and Sabin? Can uh, you Tara, use their canonical Tara names for my playthrough, please? Girl, Esper, lady. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Edgar yeah, you mean, Sabin, oh, you mean question Ed, mark. Edgar and Sabin are the figure of brothers in the desert castle. What did I call them? <laughs> oh, I can't even uh, remember. Fans, please to. listen back to classic episode number, Jimmy, edit number in now. You know what, Mike? Post-editing Jimmy here. Just this once, because it's my favorite game of all time. It's episode 22. Uh, for more <laughs> references to Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> do you think, okay, do you think games are doing a better job at representation than, like, movies? Do you think better than part? movies? Like, where do you think they stand? Oh, the industry as in a the, whole. In the AAA scene, no. Indie scene, I think, I, I think probably maybe on par or better, depending mm. Yeah, hold on. Are we comparing the indie scene in video games to the indie slash art house scene in movies? Uh, because are, the, bad, the barrier yeah. the barrier to entry <laughs> into movies is a much lower. But if we're comparing the indie video game scene to the AAA big budget blockbuster film, then yeah, definitely much. Better. I mean, yeah, that's right. I mean, just go look. Just go look two, at each diet, two, though, right? two categories of each yeah. one, right? <laughs> I feel like you got to do apples to apples on that, though. Okay, so oh, how about this then? How about the AAA scene versus Blockbuster? Um, movies are better. I think movies are doing better. I, and I, I don't know why. I would agree. And I don't even think movies are doing a good job. No, no. But <laughs> well, that wasn't the they're question, They're definitely doing right? better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, which indie scene is doing better? I would say... I See, I don't know much about indie filmmaking, but from the little exposure <laughs> I've had to it... I would assume comparable based solely on my knowledge of the indie game scene, but I could also I would say com- I would say comparably equal to maybe slightly lesser in the game space, because for every every gay dating sim you can find on Itch.io, uh, you'll have thirty people that are making their Slenderman ripoff and just kind of really <laughs> fucking up the numbers. My, my assumption my assumption would be it'd be a very similar if if yeah. you, if you brought people on that were qualified to say one way or the other because it's the same type of people making each type of content, right? 
What do you mean? Yeah, you, you, mean you like, the same type of person who makes an indie film is kind of the same type of person comparatively in the gaming scene, right? Like the people who can't have like who feel like their voices aren't being heard in their mainstream, right? Like, that's kind of the whole yeah. point of that. Yeah, that thing, that scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I discussion know. over, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I. It's tough. It's such I mean, a, it's it's such bad, a broad it's topic too, because I mean, we're we're talking about you know like how well they're doing with gender, or how well they're doing with. I feel like with gender they're doing awful because I can't think of any I can't think of any example of like gender fluidity in games. I, I guess Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk, yeah, is kind of the closest. Sure. But even even they did a bad job in a lot of the marketing. Like the way they handled sort of the the lead up to that game, they went from oh this is positive representation to oh this is like exploitation and very negative representation. Um, in terms of the, you're making this a joke in the universe. To right. Like, to did like, it come? Oh, I didn't play Cyberpunk yet. What, did mm-hmm. it come off that way? No. So, well, no, because there there was enough of the hubbub around the stuff when they were marketing it that they were able to go in and sort of address and fix some of that stuff. It very much felt like some people on the team had the like what we're pushing for it, and other people didn't give a shit and let the message sort of get corrupted along the way in terms of the representation, like going from the the fluidity of sexuality and gender and stuff in that sort of, in the human sphere to let's just make a joke about how this soda has two flavors. Just like you can have two, like you can have, but like, yeah, like it was like, okay, hold on. What, ha- like what has happened here? Like somewhere along the line, I feel like there has been a difference in the direction of our messaging mm-hmm. um, in which they went, oh yeah, whoops didn't like our tone was fucked here we fixed it don't worry and then yeah in the game it mostly comes off as fine um there's maybe a, a, some hints of that older stuff that still remained but it's, it was it's not like they took like a safe option they didn't yeah. try to make a statement anymore they just yes yeah which which scene is improving hold on what like which, which scene is, is doing like doing a better job of oh know, like making movies versus yeah movies it, versus games yeah I, I would think I would think movie slash television production are making better uh, progress. Most definitely, I think um, the games are still way too scared to mm-hmm. venture into that. Well, games are controversy, kids, right? controversy <laughs> with the money, like because gaming, the gaming industry has always been about like bottom dollar, and so is TV and movie to an extent. But it, it feels like they're much more willing to take risks or push agenda or whatever they need to do in movie than they are in gaming. Uh, people are scared to it's scared to take risks in gaming it feels like. I feel like I feel like fan bases are doing a better job at holding game companies accountable than like product movie production studios. Yeah, but that might just be Con, like not confirmation bias but like what you're paying attention to right like is that sure really... possibly yeah i just feel like i mean even even taking out the fact that they pay more attention to the gaming industry i see more things about that in the regular news about stuff like that happening yeah what concerns me is all the is for for every person that you see you know pushing for representation and pushing for that you have the last of us like um 
blowback, right? Yeah, all like, the pushback and the blowback. Yeah, it's terrible. Like it's 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 disgusting. Like the qualities of <laughs> of people that come out during those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I mean, in this world. Just look at like not to kind of to to deviate from the topic just a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Bungie came out very vocally in terms of their support for Roe versus Wade, and the like vocal minority majority i i i would assume minority i would hope minority i don't know on twitter we're like guys you're just making a video game don't get political and it's like yo it's not political we're talking like people like what do you mean like I, I people on our team are affected by so this <laughs> yeah and it's it's the same sort of arguments people use this, yeah. like, with the last of us two stuff and um, any sort of representation like well, you, you're just doing this to score points like you, this doesn't matter like I, I can't connect to this and it's all that shit it's just like what I just I I don't know maybe my brain just doesn't work I, I don't understand someone else isn't connecting to it because yeah. of this right yeah like I can never understand the sort of that point of view yeah it's like it, it, no one would say like if you told a story about losing a loved one no one would say you're just exploiting big loved one loss <laughs> right trying yeah. to like you're just trying to appeal to people's base emotions about what it's like to lose someone they love it's like n- n- what <laughs> you're just advertising to big orphanisms right right it's insanity and some people don't see it to the point that yeah it really does make you question whether or not you gotta you got you just have to believe that that's the vocal minority right like mm-hmm you have to choose to believe that's true, even if all the signs that are posted in your neighborhood don't make you don't think that. like right. You feel right. Like, yeah, even if you fucking look down the street and yeah, you're like, wow, maybe I don't. Hmm, is it uh, maybe I don't belong here? Yeah, <laughs> maybe it is me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it sucks though. It's uh, it's that whole like history will tell thing, but how long is it gonna take? And yeah, yeah. And why does it feel like the progress that has been made is Getting to be getting unmade, rolled back. It's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This should be like a ratchet. Like it should not be able to go backward. Like <sighs> anyway, that's not that was not what I was trying to do with this topic. Um, <laughs> I was trying you to talk about video games. Back. I don't. I want to go backward to when it was just white guys. Um, my people. Yeah, pong. <laughs> Two white <sighs> dudes just playing ball. Just playing ball. What's up? What was that? Hey, we're here before to play video games got political, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, back when they were for fun. <laughs> Listen, I don't know about you, but I was always on the left in those games. You just drifted a little to the right. You don't lie. I mean, I'm on the I'm on the right now because yeah, I have all, all these. Of the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. you're the boss, like once you're in charge, you're on the right. <laughs> That's how it works. Because you are right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Correct. There's a reason it's called the right. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, we've I hate lost, this topic. We've lost a few listeners, probably. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, here's the problem. We've lost some, and we gained ones I don't want. So those <laughs> people can go. <laughs> See yourselves out. Go ahead and walk back out and bring those other people back. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy's uh, just going to do the, we decided to not do a co- topic. Jimmy's going to do it. Paul just started making horse noises, and we had to cut it off. Paul introduces his topic, and then Jimmy's going to say, unfortunately, the audio was destroyed here. I read that best horse in a video game. I had had an alternate topic ready. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, give it to me quick. (laughs) All right, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Should you be able to kill kids in games? Yes. Yes. Topic over. Yeah, but you can't in a lot of them. Name three video games that you want to kill a kid in. Uh... I want to kill. Well, there, I want to kill a specific kid in Tales of Arise right now. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> I wanted to kill kids in Skyrim because they were very There's annoying. a mod for that. I mean, I shouldn't have to mod my game to get my freedoms. It's a Bethesda um, game. What do you expect? Uh, I wanted to kill... I like killing kids in uh, The Sims. It's unrelated, but... I don't, mean, you have, don't you have to mod it to do that in that game? Yeah, too? you can't kill kids in The Sims. Can't, that's, what I, can't. that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I want to play on the cradle when I have a baby in The Sims and have a third option, like another option on the wheel that's a smother. You, you pick up the baby and you walk to the kitchen and you've got make Shake. food and forget. <laughs> Put it in the oven. You take the, pick up the baby and if you go to the, <laughs> yeah. the oven. Pull a loaf of bread out. Put baby in. Uh-oh, yeah. what happened? This should be an option. I'm just, I just feel like it's really stifling my creativity. All right, there you go, Jimmy. Future Jimmy, you now have two topic. options for topics. They're both really just premium Paul topics. <laughs> you want a third one? We can loop one in real quick. Ooh, yeah. All right, Paul, third one, please. Okay. Um. So, do you feel like? No, I don't. I don't have it. I, I don't have it. I had it, but I don't want to do it. Coward. There you go. All right, Jimmy, just use that sentence when you introduce Paul's topic. Okay. We can pretend the last 45 minutes didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I don't know why no one likes me. I like you, mostly. You, Paul. Wait, you said mostly. What part of it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, no one likes everyone completely, right? Your knife doors. Oh, believe me, I know. What's next? Are oh, we, are hey, we done? It's time for are we done with the topic? The game. Yeah. Okay. Next is We're going to pick our game. All right. Now rate the topic out right, of 10, how many, please. How many games you got in this no. list, Mike? Uh, 73% less. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I was rating the topic. Um, how many games do I have in this list? I'll uh -huh. be honest. forgot to write it down. Uh-oh. So we're going to spitball. Uh, I got some real winners in here, though, so I know we're definitely going to walk just, away with, just a, to be with clear, a choice. We're, we're transitioning to pick our next game, and it is Mike's game. So. So proud of us transitioning in the middle of June. Um, <laughs> brought it around. What the fuck? And we're back. All right. So I'm going to submit a game, and everyone at this table has to pick it, right? No. No. One person has to pick world. it, right? One person. One person's all we need. Mm -hmm. Now, there's been a lot of games <laughs> released since the last time I submitted a topic game, a game choice. And I think it's only fair we kind of do our due diligence and kind of go back to some of the classics that we may have missed. Because I'll, everyone, there's an expected game for me to say right now. And it is on the list, I will admit. <laughs> um, but I we're going to start... the least likely to win. It oh, wouldn't yeah. be a mic choice if that was if the first choice. Yeah, yeah, no. We're going we're gonna to start with a classic. Humankind. Uh, no. Submitted before, gonna submit it again for people who like to play Civ, but I don't want you to play Civ because you know how to play it better than me. <laughs> Perfect. So let's all learn. Uh, I'm gonna together. say no to humankind because I don't know how to play it better than you. You bitch. Oh no. Oh motherfuckers! Hey, I will never get Civy with you again. Don't ask me. I'll definitely get Civy <gasps> with you again. That's a lie. Um, all right. Well. Check that one off the list for four weeks. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the next game. I'm he going means to that. Like, no, I do. I yeah. Know. yeah. So, so, so much. Uh, the next submission uh, I bring to this table. It's a game that I believe I've submitted before, but I can't remember. 
Paradise Killer. I you have submitted it before. I don't remember what this is. Paradise Killer is a vaporwave style, like very uh, vaporwave sort of influence design, uh, visual novel esque murder mystery, where you it. make your own truth. You are playing Lady Love Dies, an investigator who has been sentenced to exile for, I believe, infi- infinite years. I could be wrong. It could just be a really long time. But you get pulled out of exile early um, because I believe, if, if I'm remembering correctly, there's been a murder. And you are tasked with solving the murder before the world ends. Is this is this the game that you talked about a real long time ago that there is a way to finish the game in the very beginning? Um, technically, yes. So technically, you as soon as you come down, the judge who will carry out the trial says, as soon as you're ready, come talk to me, and we can just go. So you can land, <laughs> look at the crime scene, and go, I know who did it, and then turn around and just blame somebody. And you won't have any evidence, uh, but the judge takes you at your word, because you're the best detective, uh, and then the game ends. I, I like that. This, this, this is a no for me. I just watched the trailer no for, for the console. Oh, it's a yes for me. Uh, I just nice. watched the trailer for the console, the announcement they're coming to consoles. It says, he said it's 40K, uh, 4K, 60, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the, the girl asks him if it has ray tracing. And he says, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and I was God. like, that's the fucking Micah's thing I've ever read. And then he says, I was having a joke with you. Of course it's got ray tracing. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to buy this game. Nice. I got Paul, but I lost the other two. Now, before we commit, <laughs> I know we I know we like to have a game that we can all enjoy. Um, so I do want to float an additional an additional you want to have two here. game podcast uh, not necessarily a two game podcast let's be much. honest paul might buy it never turn it on we're gonna have Absolutely. a one-man right. discussion well, for 45 deck. minutes that deck. He, he might um, that's i mean that's hey listen this, this is definitely a deck game they put it on it's switch deck. um it is a deck game but let me let me submit the second option here and just kind of get a vibe for the room have you heard of a game called disco elysium <laughs> <laughs> oh hey i'll play that game too i'm out how do, where's the disconnect button for this? I, hmm. I, I would rather play Disco Elysium. Uh, it sounds like we got a two-game podcast. Woo-woo. Yeah, because I'll play both, but I'd rather play Paradise Killer. Uh, who, whose topic is it next? That's uh. uh oh, it would be Paul's. Mike. Paul's. No, not It'll my Mike. game. Not Paul. Uh, my, uh, wait, no. what's going on? Hi, I'm Paul Topic. It's my topic next time. Hi, I'm Ray Tracer. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a good laugh. I don't know. Uh, which which game are you wanting, Mike? <laughs> I'll put it, so I'll put it this way. Good. I've played them both. Right. This is a no, I don't need to play anything no, submission not from Mike. No, because I would, honestly, I'd probably touch both of them again, just to kind of refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, this is that Mike wants to talk about these on the podcast because the real secret is no matter what happens after this, at least some of us are going to start playing Monster Hunter Rise. 
because we've been we've been holding off on it for a little bit yeah and we're gonna play that too so it might evolve into a three game pod by the time we're done i'm not i'm not gonna touch that to get greedy i know right right hey yeah yeah, always tries to get more chaos pod (laughs) whenever i I devour uh but i do think i i do think we could do a late i think we can do a paradise killer and a disco elysium discussion uh in that 45 minutes because uh, with just me and i'll be honest paul and this is not I don't want to be mean here. This does, I hope this doesn't come across as mean. I think you and I talking about Paradise Killer for 45 minutes while Seth and Jimmy go, what? <laughs> uh, might not be the most entertaining of pods, but I think if we did a little bit of Paradise, a little bit of Disco, um, and could even use this as a, as a discussion about the difference in just the indie scene in video games as a whole. Um, I think that's a, that's a lovely discussion as far as which I would rather play. Like I said, I'm just going to, I'm going to probably honestly play them both. Uh, so it doesn't really matter to me because we're going to, if we're going to do Monster this, Hunter. I will at least turn on Disco Elysium. I nice, own it. Nice. I bought it when it was dirt cheap a while back because I knew it was going to be submitted eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we got our first ever double game. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Could be triple. <laughs> Seth hates them both. It's okay. It's a classic, gonna, this is I'm a classic be playing Monster Hunter. Right. I'll be playing Monster Hunter while y'all are playing bad games. And maybe if everyone is playing Monster Hunter, we do a plays. Yeah, we could. We definitely get something going with that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Okay. That's fine. Um, Wait, that's uh, fine. Well. That hurts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Paradise Killer fucking rules. God damn! Yeah, yep. I'm going to this art again. This art is good. It's really good. Yeah, you the designs do of the commission pe- for us. The, no, <laughs> I wish they would. But I've had no. a lot of money though. I could probably. You know what? They'll do a commission for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I just have to go to the the credits for this game. Find the the lead artist. Find his LinkedIn. Message him. So, so it, look, it looks like our games, uh, <laughs> yes, our our Paradise Killer slash Disco Elysium slash pseudo pseudo visual novel esque games, right? Are they both murder mysteries? Yeah, technically, you're playing you're playing detectives in both. <laughs> look at you. You just like the detective angle. I I know. You know I do. Play. You know I, you know I'm a I'm a fucking um, a sucker heart. for detective stories. <laughs> that reminds me. Well, this is off topic, but did anyone listen to Clinical Role Calamity? Probably not. Dustin did, and Dustin. he's he's got everything you need to know about Seth. that. I have, I have a 13 hour drive coming up. I plan on catching up. Listen to Calamity. Don't catch up. Listen to Calamity. Travis's character is so good. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, that's all. Sorry. He's a detective. It was relevant. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to play. Some of us are going to play Paradise Killer Disco Elysium. And it looks like some or all of us could play Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Rise. Between our podcasts here. So who knows what form the next podcast is going to take on with that clusterfuck. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and email us on why that's a dumb thing to do. At <laughs> mhmpodcast at gmail dot com, mhmpodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com, and um, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see you next time.
I mean, we won't really see them. They'll hear us. I mean, They'll if they email us, us pictures, though. then we'll see them. Don't email us pictures. You know what? If it'll get you to email us, email the pictures. Is there a gun in Elden Ring? <laughs> Why do you want to commit suicide? There's, there's a cannon there in Elden Ring. There is a cannon in Elden Ring, and it's super fun to blow things' heads off. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'd kill kid, kids in Elden Ring if I could.